Welcome to the Macro Millionaire Podcast with Jesse and Erica Dale, where we explore how to get the most out of life, focusing on purpose, passion, and prosperity. Hey, welcome Macro Millionaires. So I'm excited about today's topic for you as always, but for us too, because we literally, this is something we both struggle with and we literally just said, let's talk about this two minutes ago. <laughs> two minutes ago, Woo, we are live just, just in. right now. So if you hear any long pauses or <laughs> thumps, it's because Erica threw something at, at me or I got her in a full Nelson because again, we're just being transparent and honest. This is a topic that we struggle with that we're going to try to talk through on today's podcast. And what that is, is the balance between, well, we'll just say life, the macro life, and business, but particularly business balance. Yeah. So I'll get started out in, in today's conversation. And, you know, we say that we live balanced with business. I don't feel we do. We say we take Sundays off, lie. We don't take Sundays off. We're constantly on our phones, working our business Sundays. You know, we constantly working on, on date nights, which, and I'm not complaining. I just don't think it's a healthy balance, but I'm not complaining. It's not like gotten to be like overwhelming right now, but I do know how the brain works and I do know that you can't just go 100 miles an hour constantly you know, and sometimes it is it is a, a distraction or an annoyance on a Sunday. You know, to to be continuing to work in the business. And what my my concern is is how much am I going to be fresh to pour from a fresh cup into other people if I'm working seven days a week? Yeah, I think uh, that's a hard topic for for a lot of people. You know, maybe not even business owners, but just career minded people just finding that balance. So, on a side note, we are not making simple syrups today so you will not hear us coughing from the spice <laughs> as we did last right. week right. um so that was pretty fun but um what i mean i guess we'll we'll talk about maybe our own struggles and i mean i'm with jesse like we don't take sundays off we do say we do um but we do shut down for the most part right we're not like opening up the laptops and doing presentations or doing three-way calls or uh, really not on the phone as far as phone calls go, but you know I'm not going to ignore messages that come in. That's just my nature. Period. Um, so, but for sure we could probably find that time. Um, but I guess how? Let's talk about how we do find some balance. I personally don't believe that you will ever be 100% balanced. I don't think that it's possible. Um, but I think it's it's huge. We did that wheel the other day and we, maybe we can remember some of the, the, the sure. points on it, but there was this wheel and we posted it on our Instagram and Facebook. You guys can go find it at macro millionaire. And it had like seven or eight different categories. And we were, we kind of tested each other and talked to each other about where we struggle, where we excel. Um, and you know, we, we excel in all of them at some point or another, but I feel like when you're in a season, you have to be off balance. Um, but what I think we do really well and what we teach people to do is to, to give like two or three non-negotiables in mm. each area and don't ever let yourself get below that line, right? So for, for example, you know, workouts. When we're in a season and we're, we're prepping for a show, which is not very often, that's obviously gonna be intensified. And other things may go on the back burner like social time or 
you know, whatever, or date might date night may look different in mm. a season of, of exercise, but in a season, let's say of business, well, workouts may look differently, you know? And for me, we, we have non-negotiables in every single one. Date night is one of those non-negotiables. You know, even when we were prepping in 2018, we had date nights now. It looked much differently than what it does right now. Well, quarantine life has not been much <laughs> different too, but we still did date nights. It was a gym date, right? So it was a lot different, um, but it never went away. Yeah, and you know, I kind of started uh, out the podcast with, um, with maybe having a bias towards that we're not balanced. And I don't think any great per- people are balanced. Michael yeah. Jordan wasn't balanced. You know what I mean? I don't either. Yeah, but you know, with that said, we, we strive to live in balance. But you, you brought up a good point. Because we work our businesses online, we might work instead of, you know, nine to nine, you know, mm-hmm. where you're like, say, shoveling asphalt and you're, and you're literally working. We might work for an hour uh, and then take like three hours where there's not much of downtime. And then we're in, and yes, that might happen on a Saturday or Sunday where we might be working our business on the Uber ride to date night or, you know, occasionally throughout date night or on a Sunday. But I think if you, that's one of the, the benefits of, of being an entrepreneur online is you have kind of that flexibility and that freedom and you're not tied down to, uh, to it. So yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So that is a, a fair, a fair assessment that you've used in the past. Cause I'm like, man, all we do is work. And we're like, yeah, but if you just, if you culminated all those hours in, it's probably 20 hours because I would even get on you and be like you tell people you work 20 hours a week and then when you really and then I'm like no you don't you work like seven days a week but then when I really like you told that to me and I really looked at you right you probably work 20 hours a week just kind of dispersed a little bit different throughout the uh, the seven days yeah I mean and I, I kind of I guess thrive on that you know like my mentor she has set office hours when she's in the season of business and it's mm-hmm. still 25 hours a week it's three to seven Monday through Friday, and then, you know, some hours on Saturday. Um, But what she does is she takes her morning and she goes and does things that most people that have a a nine to five or a nine to nine or whatever can't go and do, right? So the gym, errands, salon, like all of those things that probably go into the early afternoon. And then she's intense in the time that she is in her office or working her business. And that's kind of what I've structured for the most part. I mean, we gotta be flexible for sure. So you mentioned it earlier, and this is my biggest struggle, and this is something that I probably should talk to, to my coach about. Maybe we can kind of hash it out now, too, but I cannot ignore another human being. Mm. You know, if, you know, we have different levels in our business where people can buy in at one level, and that gives, grants them this level of communication, and they can do all the way up to our inner circle program where they literally have like a bat phone that they can get available to us <laughs> 24-7. And obviously, we limit the number of uh, inner circle people. Um, but it doesn't matter what level they're at. I can't ignore another human being. And I'm wondering if that is, and you know, me, I, I feel very noble in that. Like, hey, someone needs help. I'm helping them. I don't care what they're paying or what they're not paying or if they're a customer not, or a client, not a client. But I'm just wondering if there's some long-term ramifications between, you know, being Johnny on the spot on a Sunday afternoon. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Well, we, we can talk about it too. I don't have an answer for sure because that is that's also a struggle of mine. I don't think <laughs> wonderful. It's as, I don't think it's as intense as yours though, and, yeah, and that's yeah. probably because I have been in this realm 
several years longer than you have. Mm. And so I've had to go through those pains and, and find my own way. Um, but for me, I mean, what I've learned is I want my team to be self-sufficient, right? Mm. I want them to be released from me, right? When they sure. get started on my team, they, they hit, hitch their wagon to me. And eventually when time is right, I want them to unhitch their wagon and go and be independent of me. With that being said, what I've learned, what I've found is most of those messages and in, in texts and communication that come through, if you wait, they will go find the answer. And mm. it's hard because we want to be there. We want to be the answer for them. But I've tested it. And again, it's, it's kind of like puts my anxiety through the roof. Like, okay, Jesse messages me and it's, it's a question that he can go find. But I have the answer. I could just give it to him. But guess what? When I intently or in, in, uh, intentionally ignore his message, and I hate that word because I don't yeah, want right. to ignore someone, right, right. but when I just let that message sit, within 30 to 60 minutes, Jesse comes back and says, never mind, I found it. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, yes. And then, then you have a lesson there, right? You can let them go. And it's kind of like the mama bird, right? Mama birds kick their babies out of the nest, mm. like, boop, you're going to learn to fly or you're going to fall. And that's kind of what you have to do as a leader. Um, but you definitely have to get inside of yourself and figure out what works for you without like making you have a panic attack. Yeah, no, and that, that is a great point because if you're a new coach listening in on this, and you are, you know, the everything. You're the, you're the psychologist. You're the, you know, nutrition person or the business coordinator and the receptionist. You know, I, I think that a lot of people fall into is they want to be Johnny on the spot or Jane on the spot because it gives them some self-worth. But it, it disallows them from helping the maximal amount of people. And I think that you're dead right. Your, your job as a leader isn't to make people reliant on you. And I see a lot of coaches do that. Hey, message me, message me. Their job is to help people think critically for themselves yes. and, and solve problems, yeah. business problems. Yeah. And it's just, like a, it's just like a child. You know, if you, if you cut your kid's steak for the rest of, you know, they're, they're, they're five, okay, probably maybe need that help. But eventually they got to figure it out or else they're always going to let you do it. Right. And that's just how we are as humans, whether we're five or we're, we're 50. If someone's doing it for us, we're never going to do it. You know, I, I listen, I watched my uh, my uh, niece when she was she was a late bloomer. Right. She didn't walk until she was like 15 months, I think, or, or 16 months. And and we walked at 10 months. So I'm like, what's wrong with you? What, what the heck? Well, guess what? She was the only child and everyone picked her up and took her everywhere she needed to go. She just didn't have to learn. We babied her. Great point. And, and you see that sometimes in speech with kids because they just don't, they don't find their voice right away. Um, but then I think, and it doesn't matter what, what age range or, you know, youngest, oldest. I think sometimes you see the youngest do it more because the oldest kids are doing everything for them and they're talking for them and they don't right, have to learn. Right, right, And so right. you can see that a lot in childhood development. But when you force them, and, and force may be a strong word, but... If you don't do that, if you don't let them go and fish for themselves, they will constantly just always come to you for the answer. <clears throat> yeah, great. So I'm getting some good wisdom here. So to lead others, your job is to make them one self-sufficient and you're not doing that if you're constantly coddling and, and being Johnny on the spot. 
Two, I think that if you want to scale and replicate your business and, 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 and really focus on mass amount of helping people and, and mass amount of people, is I love what uh, Robert Kawasaki says. He says, people that do it all themselves are the greediest people in the world. Because mm -hmm. why? Because they're not creating jobs. They're not empowering others. You know, I know just uh, Macro Millionaires in its infancy, and we just hired a, uh, like a, Chief, a CFO type who's helping in with some of the financial and some of the sales or a CSO, chief sales officer. Yeah. That is now literally probably going to triple his income uh, potentially and it's going to free us up but he's also doing more of the seminars, he's, do, he's stepping up more in the Zooms so it's empowering him. So I think that a lot of times we need to unclench our hands. Yeah, you know, that's for, a good point. Yeah, and, and that's what Robert Kawasaki, like I say, he says that, that if you're, if you're the, the end all be all, yeah. then you are very, very greedy. Yeah, you, know? and you see that in business all the time, right? You see like uh, the, the CEO, um, and we kind of did this when we were in the gyms, yeah. like no one could do my job the way I could as a gym manager. And it, it was kind of like, I wouldn't go as far as to say, ego it was more just like control like right. i was almost afraid to let go of the reins but you you it's like golden handcuffs that's kind of that traditional brick and mortar business right and you hear other ceos or business owners say that all the time like yeah i i own my own business but i don't own my own time i have mm. to be there no one can do my job no one can do what i do and that's just not fun i mean that's that's not living in my opinion. Yeah, and I know that, so you're empowering people is one way that you can protect your time. And then creating, I know one thing we're doing is, you know, we have this amazing app and I'm doing these how-to videos for the app. So I'm creating a system and process yes. or a resource that now literally if a million people download this app, this resource can help all a million of them. Where if it was just me, hey, just text me if you don't know something on the app, maybe 20 people before my brain went bonkers. Yeah. You, know? Yeah. you know what I mean? So I think that if you're thinking big, you're thinking big picture, you have to look at systems and processes and creating a support team. And it, it, your business just can't revolve around you. It cannot be the Jesse and Erica show right. if we're going to change the world. It just yeah. can't. And you know, I tell my leaders, the, the leaders that I'm, I'm kind of grooming and teaching and, and hoping that they one day um, just really take over their, their teams mm. and they don't need me, um, that it, I say it all the time. This is not the Erica show. Like I want them to step up. I want them to lead. I want them to do calls and trainings. And but I also don't want to. I, I feel sometimes when I ask them, it's like they don't know that they can just go do it. Right? They don't. They don't need my permission. They don't right. need me to ask them. I want them to just step up and go. And that's kind of when you start to see people doing that and taking off. You know that that they're good. Right? They've they've unhitched their wagon. They can run without you, and it's a really cool feeling, and it's fun to watch. Yeah. So, so bringing it home, I know traditional, uh, traditional dogma or whatnot is to you know take a day off or take mm. some time off, and I think we do. We we chunk, you know, we, we chunk times off. But we, would you tell tell our listeners, um, you know, hey, take X day off or clock out after this or have you know business hours, or what do you feel is the best? Uh, because right now, I feel like we're kind of in the middle. We're creating systems and processes. We're, we're empowering others, but we're also 24-7, you know, 365. Right. And I think it may be a little bit different for, for us in our personal lives. We don't have kids. Mm. Um, we don't really have anything else outside of our two businesses um, that's, that's pulling us away. And so we have that luxury of just kind of being more flexible and not having 
maybe the set hours or, or whatnot, but I think it, it's really person to person. I don't think you can blanket the answer on that. Mm -hmm. But if I had to blanket it, I would say take a day off, um, you know, and, and re regroup, recharge, refresh, whatever word you want to use. And I would say to have set hours when possible, right? I mean, we do uh, a couple, well, several team calls in a week. Um, and so I work those into my hours because they're non-negotiables for me, mm -hmm. for my growth, for my team's growth, uh, for our business's growth. But yeah, if you can set hours, and I think that the biggest important thing you to remember, especially in the business world, guys, like the business isn't the end all be all, right? Your time with your family, with your loved ones, what you can give back to society, like that's what truly matters. And I tell my team all the time, you know, we have a Monday night call. I say, make that non-negotiable. We have a Tuesday night call. I say, make that an option that if it's not taking time away from your family or your spouse, hop on, you're gonna mm. learn a ton. But if you're choosing, you know, if, if you're choosing between family or the call, choose family. With that being said, that you've got to make sacrifices. Sure. Right? So make Monday night your non-negotiable and then, hey, get some help for Monday night, but then make it a point to say, now mommy has you on Tuesday or daddy has you on Tuesday and this is family time. So make both of those things specific and intentional, right? If you're spending time with family, that's not the time to be on your phone and texting and, and answering messages. But when you're working your business, that's not the time to be distracted by being a parent or whatever else is going on. Sure, no, absolutely. And you know, kind of bringing it home, being honest with your clients on your level of communication. Mm -hmm. The worst thing that would really upset uh, um, business partners that you bring on to your teams is if you're one way when you're prospecting them with your level of communication, mm -hmm. but then different once they've got on board. So it's be really important if you do scale your business with different levels like we do, that they fully understand what those levels mean so that they don't feel slighted once they've trusted you with, uh, with, with helping them becoming their business coaches. Yeah, that's a really good point. And two guys, just remember, I mean, it, it, it's if you have like for us i mean we we are high 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 communicators right like jesse said johnny on the spot but if you're with your friend your family or you're out with on date night you know there are messages that can wait mm. your prospects will be there when you're done right i promise you it's not worth ruining relationships or you know the, those those precious times you don't want to look back on on your deathbed and be like oh that one time you know, I, I could have been more intent in my relationship, but instead I was building my business. There's yeah. a fine line and that's kind of where this whole topic of balance comes in, but set your non-negotiables, you know, set your areas that you will not change. For us, it's church mm -hmm. at least once a week. We're, we are in church or online right now. Um, you know, daily it's reading together scripture, you know, coffee time together. Um, those date, two things don't, date night, they don't change for yeah. us. You know, we, our phones are upside down. <laughs> We're not messaging during that, that time. And it's only 15 or 20 minutes. It's not even that long. And then date night, you know, if you're married or you're dating, make that a non-negotiable. Even if you can go back way, way further in episodes, we did a whole series on dating your spouse and why yeah. it's important. Um, but set your non-negotiables for workouts. You know, for us, it's some type of movement five times a week. It's, it's not necessarily that we're in there grinding, you know, an hour of weights and thank God that that's not non-negotiable because here we are right, in quarantine that right. would have been taken from us. But set your non-negotiables and don't allow yourself to go under them. But then know that when you're in a season, 
you can intensify them. Yeah, that that is great. When she says non-negotiable, it's non-negotiable. So you find a way to make date night happen no matter what. And if that means like, hey, I'm gonna lose some money because I'm not working my business, or I'm gonna spend some money because we're gonna go out to eat. Well, I'll tell you what, the cost of that is way, way outweighs the cost of a divorce. Right. You know, and that's that's, <laughs> that's why they so have to be non-negotiables. Now we don't do date night, you know, every day of the week. Like we have this downtime, we could, but we know that right. that's, that's not gonna that's not gonna be the right balance. Right. So when, yeah, these need to be definitely non-negotiables. Yep. And, and non-negotiable means, hey, guess what? If you're traveling and your date night's normally on Saturday and you're not traveling with your spouse, flip it. Make it Wednesday, make it Thursday, yeah, like, right. make things move to make sure that that still happens. Right. So. Well, anything else for the, the balance topic? Uh, no, I think this has been therapeutic for me. Thank you, <laughs> listeners, for, uh, for bringing this out. No, this, 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 this has been good. I think it's always going to be, you know, as type A personalities, as doers, and we want to be way makers. You know, we want to fulfill his calling. Uh, but just always remembering that uh, pouring from a half-filled cup only fills half of their cup. So. Absolutely. Recharge, rebalance, refocus. It's, yeah. it's amazing what it will do for you if you're not currently adding that in. So thanks for hopping on today. Uh, as always, we would love any feedback, any shares, any reviews, and stay tuned for next week as we come to you guys with another episode of Macro Millionaire. Thanks for joining us on today's Macro Millionaire podcast. Please be sure to subscribe and leave a millionaire review. Until next time, keep working toward the abundant life you deserve.